Section 13. On Anything. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. On Anything by Hilaire Belloc. Section 13. On the Sites of the Revolution. There is not in travel an interest more fascinating than that of noting with the eyes and proving by the memory and by the books the exact place of great or decisive actions. So I have just done in many places. Here I have said to myself, Abdul el Rahman went up Aragon until he came to the head of the pass. Here he first saw the plains of Gaul from a height and promised himself the conquest of all Europe for Islam. Here, where the two rivers meet somewhat north of Poitiers, the two hosts washed each other for a week, and that which was not ours was defeated. Then again in Toulouse it was amazing to collect as one wandered through the memories of so many centuries. Here were the shrine, where the body of Saturninius was found dead, dragged to death by a bull through the streets of the city, the quarter from which the populace saw advancing the northern army, that was to defeat the Visigoths, the site of the wall whence the retreat of the Saracen was noted, a flood of men pouring back towards the wall of the Pyrenees, that flat heights beyond the city to the east, where the English army came up from Spain in the defeat of Napoleon, and drove back the resistance of the defence. All these, and many more, a man notes in travel of but a few days, for all Europe and no province more than this is crammed with the story of its own past. But perhaps that which in such reminiscences or resurrections most moves one is to observe the obliteration of the last and most immediate of our efforts. The sights of the revolution have disappeared. One may walk about Paris, as I have walked today, and see stones and windows that are still alive with the long business of the city. There is the room where Madame de Sevigny wrote. There is the long alley where Sully paced, recognizing the new power of artillery and planning the greatness of his master. You may stand on the very floor where the priests stood when St. Louis held the crown of thorns above them, more than six hundred years ago. You may stand on the stone that covers Geoffrey Plantagenet before the altar of the cathedral. You may touch the altar that the boatmen raised under Tiberius to their gods when our Lord was preaching in Galilee. And as you marvel at that stone, you may note around you the little Roman bricks that stood in the same arches when Julian saw them sitting at the council that saved the faith for the West. All these old things remain in this moving and yet unchanging town, except the things of its principal and most memorable feat of will. The revolution is even now not old. Its effects are still in movement. They are not yet accomplished. Of the fundamental quarrels which it raised, some five or six, one at least, that of religion, is by no means resolved. It is not even old in time. I who write this have known some who saw it, many who remember its soldiers or its victims. I have but today visited a room where a daughter of the Montgolfiers would tell me in her extreme old age how the mob poured on the Bastille, 
and her companion nearer to me in blood had seen and in my boyhood talked to me of napoleon how many all round me to-day or yesterday were filled with the light or fire of that time saying my father died in such and such a battle in spain or in italy or beyond the vistula at the ends of the world it is not so very long ago it was much the chief business for good or evil that europe has known since the empire accepted the faith and what visible relics of it remain where the national assembly sat at versailles the salles de menus plaisirs there are a few houses or barracks a place in building where they sat in paris they and the first days of the convention wrestling with and throwing necessity the riding school that vast oval cavern in which they forged the modern world has utterly gone i never passed the place even hurriedly and on a business to some work or other but i pause a moment to consider so great a change it is where the rue castiglion comes now to the rue de rivoli two streets whose very names are those of battles fought long after the atlantean work was done not a trace remains a drinking shop for foreign jockeys a cosmopolitan hotel a milliner's where the rich of all nations the women of the rich that is go in and buy these hold the place here marabou spoke his last words with effort and went home to die here varignon thundered here louis and mary antoinette took refuge in the oven of the august days here the long vote a day and a night and yet another day dragged on and ended with the end of the capetians after a thousand years the tuileries saw more they saw the outlawing of thermidor the quarrels that ended in the dictatorship the hard scuffle that killed the monarchy they have wholly disappeared at the end of them still stands the room where the committee made war on the whole world and imposed upon the nation that leaden law of armies which we still call the terror but for that room all has gone the town hall has gone it was the focus of the revolt it led the fever of the war against the kings from it came the massacres of september by order i believe into it retreated and was defeated the last effort of extreme equality this building at least one might have hoped might have been spared for history it had sprung from the renaissance whole and beautiful it had seen all the growths of the bourbons and of their power all the growing consciousness of paris it held half the documents of the city and more than half its destiny it was the head and its italian front was the face of paris it has gone altogether it was burned when the tuileries was burned the room where danton pleaded so that his voice was heard beyond the river the room where the queen in a voice low and firm replied to the questions of her judges the room where marat was acquitted and where the girondins sang all that has gone in fire the house where desmoulins first conspired is pulled down the house where danton sat in his last hours watching the fire and caring little for life or death has also gone the jacobins are a market-place the temple was pulled down by the order of napoleon that furious business seems to have burnt out the very stones of its origin or to have burst the confines wherein it was conceived perhaps a fate rested upon them all 
I went today through the woods that were quiet, lonely, twenty years ago. They stood near my home, here in the midst of the trees and in a deserted place, reached by a dismantled and neglected road, rose a country house, regular in outline, monotonous and faded. The windows were open to the night, the floors rotten. Green moss grew on the plaster of the walls. The roof was ruinous. It was the house to which the daughter of Marie Antoinette had come reserved, and perhaps with terrors in her mind, to find silence while the restoration still endured. It was her refuge. Years after, it stood as I have recalled it. I saw it, I say, again today, or rather, I saw it no longer. The woods are felled in regular great roads. There are villas built and new inns and pleasure places. A new Paris has spread out towards it and killed it. Here also the memory of the revolution, the physical memory, has disappeared. I know of no wave like it in Europe, or in the history of Europe, of no such attempt so great, so full of men of creation, whose outward garment in building has been so thrust away by the irony of time. The end of section 13